0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to episode eight of SCAR with Dustin Ravenbark, And SCAR stands for Seeking Courage and Redemption. I'm so excited to be on week eight, but I'm even more excited to be doing this live from Israel. Right now, I'm sitting in a hotel room uh, in Jerusalem, and it is... Uh, just a breathtaking view outside of the window. Uh, however, we are in the middle of an almost um, civil unrest riot right now. But hey, you know what? That makes for a good show, right? So we're good. Um, you know, as I as I walk through um, all of the sites, through all of the destinations that we've been going through, it's really... Uh, made me think a lot, um, just just about the goodness of God and and all of that. But before we dig too deep into that, um, I want to address what is what is scar and what is the need for for a podcast like Scar. And the truth is, we all have stuff, right? We whether whether good or bad, whether whether hard or. Um, life changing. We all have stuff. It, this could be this could be marriage problems, um, friend related, all of that. This could be work related. Uh, this could be our own personal battle that you're dealing with, whether sickness, whether, um, whether mentally, what what whatever it may be. We all have stuff that is just. Um, if we don't watch out, it'll accumulate. It'll just kind of pile and stack on top of each other. Uh, and every now and then, we just we just need an outlet. We just need to know that we're not alone. We just need to know that there's other people out there that are facing some of the same things, if not the same thing, that at least something that they've gone through may give me uh, hope, may give me a little golden nugget, maybe give me something that I can take away from their story and go back and apply to my life to maybe make that hardship a little bit easier, maybe make that hardship um, just, just a little more uh, give you a little more stamina to navigate, To to not to listen to someone's story and say, okay, I don't have it that bad, or my story's worse than theirs. We're not comparing apples to apples. We simply want to share the gospel and share a testimony in such a way that it brings hope and life in the middle of the storm. And that's what scar is all about, guys. It just helps us get from here to there and realize uh, that there's so much more to life. There's so much more than the internal struggle or the internal battle that you may be facing right now. You may see no way out of it. It may not be that bad, it may be way worse, right? You may be you may be contemplating uh pretty rough things. It, it whether it's whether it's drugs, whether it's suicide, whatever, whatever that may be for you. It could be just simply, just simply a bad day at work. And I, I just I want to encourage you, I want to lift you up and I want to tell you that, you know, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Sometimes we have to go through the fire we have to go through that struggle. We have to go through that hardship, that bad day at work, that that whatever that thing is for you, for whatever reason, you've got to go through that. That's your path today. And that kind of reminds me of several of the paths and journeys that I've traveled um, here in Israel. We started off uh, day one of our trip, feeling excited. It was it was rainy and cool. Uh, we went through. We saw remains from King Herod's place in Caesarea, uh, from from thousands of years ago, and and we got to we got to stand in the middle of a horse race arena, and we could just picture the horses racing. Uh, we, could, we could picture Pontius Pilate up in the, uh, up in the stands. We walked through uh, uh, Megiddo, the, Ar- the Armageddon site, where, where the end of days, we got to stand there and look out over the fields. We, we saw Mount Carmel. We stood on top of Mount Carmel, where the prophet Elijah called down fire from heaven. I mean it was just it was amazing. We saw a replica uh of 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 Nazareth. Um uh we had a lady <laughs> we had a lady fall um and did some pretty good damage uh to her body. She had to go and and uh and she's going to have to have surgery. We we carried her, lifted her up and 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 carried her out and they took her to the to the hospital, and you know, I just there were so many things on that first day, and and, and then it led into the second day, and which was full of. Uh, uh, we went to a first century synagogue in Magdala, where where Mary Magdalene was from, and it's just it was just wow, you know, it, it was it was great. We toured this synagogue that Jesus would have preached in, and I mean, standing right there. We saw where where this would have went down, and and there was just so many thoughts came to mind, and 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 so many memories of reading through the Bible, reading uh, these stories, Sermon on the Mount, Mount of Beatitudes. It was just very special. We walked and we prayed around the garden, but something something I noticed around here was there's this truth, okay. There's this underlying truth that that this is the holy land. But yet when you walk around and I'm bumping into people the streets are tight um, there's cars trying to get down the streets. There's people trying to get up and down the streets. There's horns blowing. There's people angry. There's people happy. There's food, spices everywhere. Um, there's, there's bags, gift bags hanging. There's jewelry, wooden crosses. There's all this stuff for sale going through. Uh, different smells in the air from meats and spices and uh, all of this. Trying to give you a visual picture of what we're seeing here. There's so much rock. There's so much stone walls as you walk through these streets and and paved roads. We got to walk on paved roads that Jesus would have walked on on um, on their their tile that they would have used back then. I I got the chance to preach in a sixth century synagogue that was built above um, one that that Jesus would have preached in in his time, and it was just. Guys, I can't even tell you how amazing it was, but but as I walked these streets and I saw all of the different religions that were here. There's Islam, there's Jewish, there's Christian. Just the Jewish alone, they come from different tribes, they'll have their hair uh, some have their hair hanging out from their from their hat, twisted up in, in like braids, almost. And then, and then, uh, uh, some prefer uh, just the yarmulke on their heads. And and we go to the Western Wall, and and all of this cool stuff. But as I'm looking at all of these different type of Muslims, uh, all of this di- different type of religion, we see all these different versions. So it lets me know that one thing, he's for certain. There's all these different versions, so I know that he's for certain. But here's the question Is it the God of the Bible? Now, pause because I, I, really, I really want you to think about this. Is it the God of the Bible, our Holy Bible, that's in charge? Of everything, I got a chance to sail the the Sea of Galilee. We got on this we got on this boat, we, we went out into the Sea of Galilee, and this lady led worship. A guy preached a message. then another guy got up and, and sang some songs, and they had the the Israeli flag hanging up on the back of the ship. They brought out the American flag. everybody cheered, they hooked it to a rope. They, they started they started pulling the American flag up beside the Israeli flag while we all sang our national anthem guys I couldn't hold it back anymore uh, everybody was crying it was just it was just a fantastic moment just just everything that we were seeing and then we went to the Jordan River and experienced baptisms in the Jordan River and uh, visited Gideon Springs. Here's my point, guys. In all of this, there's so many facts. We cannot, we cannot dispute the Bible. The Bible is the only book that can be proved. Proven in so many ways. You take the Quran, you take all of this different stuff. No other artifact gives us our beginning, our middle, and our end. I mean, it literally tells us where we came from. It gives us our history. Now, when we come to a place like Jerusalem, and and we go down and, and we see uh, where the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, we're found, and, and, and we're over at the Dead Sea, and we're looking at all this stuff, and there's so much excavating. Uh, there, there's, there's so much digging that they're peeling back layers and layers of truth, and they're finding stuff each and every day that does what? It proves that the Bible is true. Guys, this stuff is for real. When you when you head out onto those streets and you touch these walls of stone, when you go into these these big massive churches that are built on top of holy sacred places, when you stand in front of this cross, with uh, uh, where where they speculate that Jesus died on the cross, and you are looking at this thing and you are reminded of what Jesus did for you, for me, and for everyone in there. And you see the hundreds and hundreds of people that are coming through the lines. People are pushing. People are fighting, trying to get in and out. And, and there's elderly people being mashed and pushed. And uh, it's just crazy at, at, at the power that this place has. You know... If what we read is true, if what we read in the Bible is true, excuse the noise in the background that we are in a hotel and something, somebody's rolling a bag or something, but if what they're saying is true, then Jesus went to that cruel rugged cross after 33 years of walking on this earth living as a perfect man showing us how to live life he died on that cross and on the third day he rose again the bible says in matthew 27 verse 63 after three days i will rise again Tomorrow, we're getting a chance to go to the, to the garden tomb, and I'm so excited. When you, look at, when you look at Matthew 28, verse 6, it says, "'He is not here, for He is risen, just as He said. Come and see the place where He lay, then go quickly and tell His disciples.'" He has risen from the dead and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. I got to, I got to sail on the sea of Galilee. Right where all of this, all of this went down. I saw John the Baptist stomping ground today. I stood on it. I walked on it. Guys, this is not just stories. This stuff comes to life. I I hope I hope that you're getting it that that whatever it is that has you maybe feeling like you're you're in a stronghold, maybe it maybe it has you feeling like um you can't go on or or um Maybe you're just trying to find yourself. Maybe you're just trying to find a, a, a what-is-this-all-about type, type scenario going on in your head. I, I want you to be encouraged. Jesus' last commandment before He ascends into heaven was to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. But now you tell me, Dustin, I I'm I'm telling you like I can't even make it through this drug addiction or 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 I can't even make it past uh, uh what I'm facing today. What do you mean go there for and make disciples of all nations? I I haven't even given my life over to Christ yet. I haven't even I I'm, I'm just not there yet. Okay? Okay. I hear you. And the Bible says Seek me while I'm still near. Okay? That comes from Isaiah. And that means, that means you have time. Seek me while I'm still near. But the problem is there's one little issue. There's a time limit. Mm. Right now, you may be in a valley of dry bones. And you may not understand the meaning of all this, the purpose of the fire, of the storm, or all of that, but I want to encourage you that, that there's a testimony here. Your life has meaning. Your life has purpose and direction. Now, the battle principles we've been uncovering the last few episodes, I've talked about preparation, I've talked about um, I've talked about preparing uh, for yourself before you head out on a journey whether that's uh, whether that's y- y- you know reading your bible um, whatever that preparation phase may look like for you we've talked about crossing the Jordan and all of that I want to talk about one today and and it's my it's my fourth um battle principle and it's it's titled defeat the enemy see when we had this moment where Jesus where Jesus has risen from the dead and they find out that he is no longer there you've got all of these scared little disciples they're in an upper room doors locked scared to death i'm talking fear like like fearing for their lives scared to death, like you fear for your child who's hooked on drugs, like you fear for your job that's looking like it may be getting laid off. It's worse than that. It's I'm fearing for my life. I'm on the run. The one whom I thought would change it all has just been killed on a cross, and now it's over. But Jesus was resurrected, came back and visited those scared little men. And he took those scared little men and he turned them into the most powerful preachers of the resurrection this world has ever seen, folks. That's the power of what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the Great Commission. I'm talking about seek me while you still, while I'm still near. The Bible tells us if we seek God with all of our hearts, we will find him. And as an heir, as an heir to a king, he will not let his children fall. He will not let his children be in need just like you love your children just like you love your son your daughter your mother your father our god in heaven loves you even more so as we as we kind of as we kind of move forward um into this adventure i guess you could you could say i i'm just looking at all of this stuff that they're digging and it's taken years, you know, many, many years to uncover all of these, these layers, but like dry bones, it's all it's all coming to life. Just like in the words of Ezekiel. And uh, it's 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 amazing to, to see. And and but but there's a price to pay. And Jesus says, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. I will make you fish for people. You may be asking yourself, what, what does that even mean, guys? As Americans, we chase the American dream, plain and simple. Success, uh, money, nice house. Fancy cars, white picket fence, yada, 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 you name it, all that, nice garden outside, whatever, whatever your thing is, a, a closet full of guns, whatever. We chase we chase the uh, the American dream, right? But when you live for Christ, He will make you fishers of men. He comes in and he lays himself, as the cornerstone, which if you know anything about building and masonry, a cornerstone is the first brick laid in a masonry foundation. He lays himself in your heart as the cornerstone. After he tears down all of the shame, all of the guilt, all of the hate, all of the fear, he begins to build his house of grace, joy, love, peace, patience, all of that around that cornerstone, and he builds his heart, his kingdom in inside of you. Now, it doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that you constantly have to do good to gain God's approval, but You will be a new creation as he starts to build that house around you. You become a new creation, so you naturally, therefore, want to go and do these things. You will go out and and you will have no choice but to speak about what God is doing in your life. You will have no choice but to tell people about the grace and the love and the goodness of God. Why? Because of what it did inside of you. Can you feel it? Maybe not yet. Maybe something's stirring. Maybe something's boiling. Maybe something inside is pushing you and wanting you to just just take that leap. Just jump. Just jump. I'm encouraging you to jump today because there is a life to live outside of the storm that you're in. Defeat the enemy means it's not me. The key battle principle, defeat the enemy. It's not me doing it. It's through Christ who lives in me is defeating my enemies, is defeating my fear, is defeating my pain, is defeating my 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 thought of worthlessness. Man. And as I'm sitting here in Jerusalem, been through uh uh in an old village of 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 nazareth I, i've I've been through uh i've been and touched the 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 suspected birthplace of jesus and and all of this in such a holy place where God just you just you just feel a presence there's a freshness there's a greatness about about israel about this place and as I feel this, I just felt compelled to just preach the gospel to you today. I feel like even though you probably know this already some of you may may be well on your way in your Christian walk and that's good I want to encourage you to keep going keep grinding but every now and then we need that reminder every now and then like a good uh excavation like a good like a good digging up of 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 all of these um, sights. Sometimes you just need to knock the dust off and see what's there. What was there originally? When you first came to Christ, that fire inside you, that shake inside you, when you, when you first came to Christ and you looked up at the sky different, you saw the clouds different, you, you walked and talked to people differently. Why? Because you felt the power. You felt God Almighty was doing a new thing. But as time went on, maybe maybe you just started to fall back into the schemes of every other day. Maybe you just started to fall back into the routine. It's okay, guys. It's all right. You're not a bad person. And guess what? It's not too late to turn around and grab your Bible again. Listen, I'm a youth pastor. And today, I, I uh, uh, this week, I prayed harder than ever. For the thirst of God's word and the desire of God's word to just to just stir up inside me the want to get in the scripture and the want to need and feel and hear and breathe God's word. Guys, we could all do more. We all need more. But that's not what it's about. It's about loving. It's about living. I'm talking about living the abundant life that Jesus called us to live. The exciting life. God God wanted us to have adventure. We have to defeat the enemy, though. But that comes through a simple process of realizing, I'm not saying easy, guys, but it comes through a simple process of realizing that it's Christ who fights in me, not Me fighting for Christ. Oh, man, the battle's already been won. And it's beautiful. But I want you to take this with you. I want you to remember all of this talk about about going to all of these Roman ruins and standing at the foot of Gideon Springs where him and 300 of his men oh just remember the the jordan river where where joshua was able to part the seas and and, and cross over into the promised land the sea of galilee All of these places that we read and we have trouble sometimes focusing on, they're all here, guys. They're all here, and it all points back to one name, and that's Jesus. One of the ways they would find out dates of some of these Roman sites, one of the ways they would find out how old... A Roman site was, was the wealthy would gather all of their change, stupid or not, whatever. They would bury their change in the walls, and it's stone walls now, as they're building the walls of their house. They would bury their money in the walls. Later, after the destruction, or after a city fell, or or whatever. As they tore down the walls, the money would hit the ground and be buried by all of the rubble. Years later, archaeologists would come back, dig up all of this stuff, and on the coins, some of the coins would be dated and all of that. And that's how they, that's how they bring a lot of this to life. That's how they figure out exactly what ages and all of this, this facility is. But the one thing I want you to take from that is please don't bury your money in the walls. Am I talking about literal money? No, I'm talking about your gifts, your talents, your abilities. Please don't bury them deep inside of you that they're no use. Don't, don't bury your gifts and talents. There was a poet from Israel that talks about, that talks about two different types of bodies of water. Like the Jordan River. The Jordan River takes water and it and it gives water back. It, it feeds into the Dead Sea. There's, there's two types of bodies of water here in Israel. One who takes and one who gives back. I want to encourage you to be a pipe. Be a vessel. Take the Word of God and give it back. Just believe, folks, because this is real. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life, but you have to trust Him with it. You have to realize that this is so much bigger than yourself. So as we go forward today, if you have not made that commitment to accept Christ in your heart fully, do it today, move, jump. Take that step. Even if you have, if you're letting fear hold you back from being all that God created you to be, if you have something pressing on your heart, pressing on your soul, pressing on on your mind that you know you're supposed to be doing, but you're not being obedient to God, stop fearing. Stop fearing. Fear doesn't come from God. Strength. Courage. That comes from God. Be strengthened today. Know that it's a good day. It is a beautiful day. And God created you for such a time as this. Now, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please do so now. If you have not shared this podcast, please do so now. I'm so excited to be here live in Israel. There's so much more I want to tell you, but for you, I'll stop. But I want you to be encouraged today and I want you to go forward and I want you to take this and I want you to share it and I want you to follow. And if you've made a commitment by by listening to this podcast or made a commitment anytime recently, I want to hear about it. Would you please drop in a comment or or send me a message, tell me about it. I'm just I'm so encouraged by the people that this is reaching, and by the stories that I'm hearing. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you in the next couple of days.